whatever you want to say about who is and who isn't a working mom, this title stands true that new moms are working at staggering high rates. But that's whether you work in or outside the home. The ongoing demands of motherhood are a lot. For those of you who are trying to juggle motherhood with a career, that's how we'll classify you women in in this episode today. I have some thoughts for you specifically around the idea of balance and what that might look like for you today. Welcome to the Marketing Your Purpose podcast. I'm Austin, a marketing and PR gal and small business owner, passionate about enabling purpose-driven businesses to be seen and heard through my purpose-given gifts. If you're an entrepreneur, marketing leader, or work-from-home boss lady that's tired of crafting campaigns and pitching stories that feel purposeless and in need of a reminder of who you were purposely created to market for, you're in the right place. Inside this podcast, you'll find basic integrated marketing and PR tips that break through the darkness, thoughtful plans to help you launch and sustain your purpose-built thing, encouragement in helping you live by your values in and outside your workplace, and much more. So friend, if you're ready to drive more light into this world by simply marketing your purpose, turn up the volume, grab your coffee, and let's dig in. Have you grabbed my latest free resource? It's the Busy Gal's Guide to Getting Clear on Our Marketing and Communications Priorities, and you need it. After this episode, head on over to plumandparcel.com and claim your marketing focus framework today. And I'm so excited to hear how it helps. Now, don't forget to download it while it's still available. Are you a seasoned Marketing Your Purpose podcast listener? If you've been around since our launch, thank you. If you're just finding us now, welcome. You haven't missed too much. My goal with each episode on this podcast is to leave you with practical marketing, PR, busy life tips that encourage and inspire you in marketing your purpose, even hacks like how to manage your time marketing. If you've been following along since day one, my guess is this podcast is doing just that. And as a minor thank you for the time it takes to produce each episode, I'd be so grateful if you left a written review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you tune in and listen sharing how this podcast has impacted your life or purpose thus far. Every additional review helps more people find out about this podcast and encourages them to market their purpose. Thank you in advance for those who leave a review. I can't wait to read them. Now on to today's episode. Welcome back. I am so eager to jump into this episode. I'm sure you're wondering why I'm talking about this. So Let's just jump right in. So first off, we recently wrote an article for working moms on finding more fulfillment in your work, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or you work outside the house. And it was featured on a well-being publication that empowers mothers to thrive called Motherly. And it was picked up by and syndicated on Yahoo News. It's titled Working Mamas, Four Ways to Find More Fulfillment in Every Aspect of Your Life. And even if you're not a mom, I believe you'll resonate with the four ways of fulfillment I suggest in this article. The four ways, if you want a high-level summary real quick, (laughs) include one, getting clear on your why, two, committing to building authentic and transformational relationships, Three, deciding not to gossip or grumble about any person or problem at work. And four, being proactive about showing appreciation. 
you can read the full article at bloomparcel.com and it's a good foundation for how I'm setting this conversation up today. I bring this up mainly because first, I believe everyone can use a little more support in finding more fulfillment in the day-to-day, but also second, I believe every mom is a working mom, whether you're stay-at-home or not, and I really want to acknowledge that on this podcast today. I will say that many of us, including myself sometimes, fall into believing or assuming that a working mom is defined by receiving a paycheck or working outside the house. And that's often because of our culture, just simply put, the way that our culture talks about mothering and moms. In fact, an article published in late 2023 by a well-known news source that I personally follow, respect, I've been mentored by, they titled their article, it was called, New Moms Are Working at Staggering High Rates. And they titled it, they titled it this to summarize that 66.6% of U.S. women who gave birth in the previous 12 months were in the labor force as of 2022, per the latest American Community Survey performed by the U.S. Census Bureau. And they note this was compared to 66.5% in 2021 and 61.6% in 2002. So this title leads the reader to believe that new moms are working at staggering high rates because of the increase in women who are in the labor force when they give birth, but not the fact that they're working at staggering high rates because of the ongoing demands of motherhood. Whatever you want to say about who is and who isn't a working mom, this title stands true that new moms are working at staggering high rates but that's whether you work in or outside the home. The ongoing demands of motherhood are a lot. For those of you who are trying to juggle motherhood with a career, that's how we'll classify you women in in this episode today. I have some thoughts for you, specifically around the idea of balance and what that might look like for you today. Between building a career maintaining adult friendships, family time, there's a lot going on in everyday life. And then when you add motherhood into the mix, things get exponentially more complicated. And don't get me wrong, I love being a mother. If you've been around here, you know that. You know that I am extremely honored to be given this role, but that doesn't mean it isn't challenging. And if you're like me, who humanly tends to go to the wrong sources for advice, like the internet, in search of the secret how to balance career life and mom life, most of the time, I strike out. So I am rewriting my own rules. The demands of motherhood with the career will always be there. But it's important to remember that you don't have to choose between the two. That's what, if anything, that's what I hope you get out of this. With the right mindset and strategies, you can have both. And I believe personally, as I'll dig into this later this year, I think it's biblical to have both. So here are my four steps I'm taking to find the elusive work-life balance that I hope can help you too. So let's start with rule number one. Number one is own your definition of success. 
the first step is arguably the most important. Redefine what success means to you in the context of motherhood and career. Society tells us, as I mentioned already, too often that success means climbing the corporate ladder, working long hours, and sacrificing family time as a result. But this doesn't have to be the case. Success can mean different things to different people, and it's up to you to define what it means to you. Maybe success means prioritizing a flexible work schedule that allows you to manage school drop-off and attend your kids' events or activities while still clocking an eight-hour workday. Or maybe you're the primary caregiver in this stage of life and find success fitting your budding small business or hobbies into little pockets throughout the day. Whatever your time realities are and however you define success, just make sure it aligns with your values and priorities. That is what I have done and what I highly recommend you do when you look for balance. Rule number two is rethinking your working hours. These go hand in hand. Time management seems to always come up in some way, some shape, some form when we talk about balancing careers and motherhood, and for good reason. We have a limited amount of time each day to tackle personal and professional priorities. And as a busy work from home, small business owner and mom, personally, I need clear time blocks in my day to move from one area of my life to the next. These time blocks allow me to separate work time from family time and even me time. And although they may vary day to day, they're generally the same. Time blocks will look different for everyone, but here's mine, what they look like right now. So my morning block, my morning block is about six or 6.30 is when I get up to 8.30. And in this time, I do a quick Bible study in bed before I get up. I get myself and the kids ready for school and work. I eat breakfast. I make breakfast for the kids. And then I do school drop-off. Once I get home, because I do work from home, I have a mid-morning block, which is 8.30 a.m. about to 3 p.m. This is my uninterrupted work time. And this includes, when I say work time, in and outside of my business and my homework. That often includes things like making doctor's appointments, managing personal finances, and hitting my personal and professional yearly goals. So don't think that this time is only allotted to just working for a paycheck for my clients on my business. No, this time is also things that just have to be done around the house that cannot that are challenging to do when children are climbing all over me and screaming in the background. Now my afternoon block is from 3 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. During this time, I pick up my kids from school. I start prepping for dinner. I get dinner on the table. And then we have family time before it's time for the kids to go to bed. Now, lastly, I have my evening block, which is about 7.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. or 10 p.m. This is where I quickly clean up any loose things in the house. I connect with my husband for five to 15 minutes. We get ready for bed and we settle down with some reading time at the end of the night. 
Right now, I am fitting workouts. You might not have heard anything about workouts, which I personally love working out. I am in a season where I am fitting those in here and there before I get the kids up. So then my morning block starts about 30 minutes earlier. It's about 5.30. But these are hit and miss as I've deprioritized them based on other big goals and priorities in my life. And I'm prioritizing my health and wellness in many other areas as it relates to my cooking and eating, taking walks with my kids after school, and getting lots of sleep. So um, definitely just looks different in this current season. And although there's a lot of variety allowed in these blocks, setting up my schedule in the way that it gives me freedom to flow more easily from activity to the next and provide strong boundaries for my business and work and other important aspects of my life is important. So I encourage you to do something similar with your time. Now, rule number three is to try not to manage on your own. Don't try to manage on your own. Pursuing a career and being a mother can sometimes feel like juggling two full-time jobs, right? There's absolutely no shame in asking for help, whether that's from a partner, a family member, or bringing in outside support. In fact, I highly recommend it. If formal childcare isn't an option for you, that is completely normal and okay. There are other ways to get the support that you need. And I like to think about it as establishing your village. We've lost sight of this, having a village, but it's absolutely necessary. You must identify people in your personal or professional network who are also parenting maybe and working, people you can call on when you need support or guidance or just a confidence boost. Your village can step in with maybe not all the time, but once in a blue moon, last minute childcare or just keep you focused on your goals or help encourage you during really tough times and seasons. Whatever you need from them at that specific moment in time, don't be afraid to ask for it. By building a support system, you can reduce stress and feel more confident in your ability to balance motherhood and a career. I stand by this, hence why my husband and I chose to move back closer to family and When we weren't around family, we had that village, the people around us, our our group through church, our friends through work that also were going through similar situations that we could fall on when we needed. Now, heading into rule number four, the last one, is to apply transferable skills at work and at home. In my opinion, mothers are the best workers an employer could ask for. And why, you might ask, as mothers were multitasking, mediating arguments, teaching, organizing, so much more, all of which are assets in the workplace. Similarly, the communication skills you deploy at work can help you communicate more effectively at home. Applying what you learn in one area to the other can help you become more efficient and effective in both areas of your life. That's a win-win. By rethinking the definition of success, using your time strategically, building your village, 
and applying transferable skills, you can have a career and focus on your family. It's all about finding the right balance. I hope you found this message encouraging. I hope it simply helps you pause, reflect, see where you're at in this moment, at this time, in the way that you view your life, the way that you view your day to day. I want to remind you that you're not alone, that you are seen, that you are heard, and that there are people here to support you and and be with you on the journey. Now, if you enjoy this, if you found it encouraging, I would be so grateful, as I mentioned ahead of this episode, if you left us a review on Apple Podcasts. Every additional review helps more people find out about this podcast and encourages them to market their purpose. Also, don't forget about our free marketing focus framework and the other free resources we have at PlumandParcel.com that can help you prioritize your time, even marketing. The marketing focus framework is a simple, straightforward sheet that walks you through three questions to ask yourself to focus your efforts this year. You can tune into episode number two on this podcast for a whole episode on how to find your marketing focus if you're looking for even more details. Remember, snag this at plumandparcel.com today. All right, that's it. I am so thankful for you showing up here, and I so look forward to hearing how this podcast encourages you, enables you to market or communicate your purpose better or how it simply fits into your day-to-day. Please don't ever hesitate to reach out to me, my team, at plumandparcel.com contact, or to catch me on LinkedIn or Instagram. I will see you here next week. Hi, friend. If this podcast inspired you, encouraged you, or helped you feel more purposeful, the biggest thank you would be to leave a quick review on Apple iTunes, reshare on social media, tagging my team and me at Plum and Parcel, or pop this episode over to a friend via text, letting them know that this podcast might have a positive impact on their life too. I hope to meet you back here real soon. Now go out into the world and start marketing your purpose. See you next time.